Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about investments. This topic is one that some think a lot about and others might not think much about at all beyond making sure they have some funds available when they retire. But uh, many times people think they are investing in something that they realize is actually a depreciating item. Uh, Sometimes it can be certain cars. And one example I heard was about a young investment banker who goes out and buys the car of his dreams, a brand new Ferrari GTO. And after paying $500,000, he takes it out for a spin and stops at a red light. While waiting for the light to change, a frail-looking elderly man on a yellow moped pulls up next to him. The older gentleman looks over at the Ferrari and asks, What kind of car you got there, Sonny? The young man replies, A Ferrari GTO. It cost a half a million dollars. Woo-wee! That's a lot of money, says the old man as he tucks his thumbs up against his suspenders. What does it cost, or why does it cost so much? Because this car can do up to 320 miles an hour, states the banker proudly. Then uh, the moped driver asks, mind if I take a look inside? No problem, replies the proud new owner. So the elderly man pokes his head in the window and looks around at all the bells and whistles lining the dashboard. And sitting back on his moped, the old man whistles and says, that's a pretty nice car, all right but I'll stick with my moped. Just then the light changes, so the banker decides to show the elderly gentleman just what his car can do. He floors it, and within 30 seconds the speedometer reads 160 miles an hour. Suddenly he notices a yellow dot in his rearview mirror. It seems to be getting closer. He slows down to see what it could be, and suddenly whoosh! Something blows by him much faster, going much faster than he was. What in the world could be going faster than my Ferrari, the young man asks himself. And uh, he floors the accelerator and takes the Ferrari up to 250 miles an hour. Then up ahead of him, he sees that it's the old man on the moped. Amazed that the moped could pass his Ferrari, he gives it more gas and passes the moped at 275 miles an hour. Whoosh! He's feeling pretty good until he looks in his his rearview mirror there again and sees the old man gaining on him again. Dumbfounded, the banker floors the gas pedal and takes the Ferrari all the way up to 320 miles an hour. Not 10 seconds later, he sees the moped bearing down on him again. The Ferrari red lines and there's nothing more he can do. Suddenly, the moped plows into the back of his Ferrari, demolishing the rear end. The young man stops and jumps out, and unbelievably, the elderly gentleman is still alive, laying there, and he runs up to the old man and says, Oh my goodness, is there anything I can do for you? And the old man whispers with a shaky voice, Unhook my suspenders from your side view mirror, please. Oh boy. (laughs) There you go. You know, as a kid, I can remember being told about a savings bond that was given to me as a baby that would mature when I was old enough to go to college. The only issue with that was by the time I uh, was getting at that age and and you factored in inflation, you didn't end up getting much (laughs) from that, you know, as, uh, as you try to cash it in. 
But uh, over the years, I've tried several business ventures in investing. And uh, before everyone and their brother had a cell phone, the need for payphones was a real issue. So I ended up purchasing a small payphone route while living in Nashville. And the route was set up at various retail sites and restaurants. And it was only a few hundred dollars and brought in a steady amount of cash each week. So it was kind of a nice little investment there. But it became a burden sometimes to have to stop and each of those locations, pick up coins. You're dumping out coins each time. Each week or so, I would check it. So I ended up selling the route for more than I paid for it. So that was a good investment. And uh, it was a good thing that I got out when I did, of course, because shortly after that, uh, cell phones really started to boom and you really didn't need pay phones much anymore. But uh, speaking of a coin-based route, I also then owned a peanut and candy vending route. And that was here in the uh, Columbus, Ohio area. And the locations weren't in the best parts of town. So several times when I would stop to service them, they would either be broken, the machi machines would, or the money and product would be stolen. Thankfully, the machines themselves were never stolen. So I was actually able to sell the equipment to at least break even. You know, then I worked at uh, Nationwide for a few years in the late 90s in the investments department. And I had a, a Series 6 financial license, NASD Series 6 financial license. And that allowed me to trade mutual funds for clients within their 401ks, 403bs, and uh, 457 retirement plans. So, you know, some of the same individuals uh, each day, it seemed like, would call in just before the close of the stock exchange at 3.55 p.m. Eastern. And they were uh, making huge gains on their investments each day. And uh, seeing that, I also made sure to contribute to the 401k offered at work for myself. And uh, I would, uh, of course, recommend you do the same, you know, if you're offered one where you work to definitely contribute. And most of the time, your employer will actually match what you contribute pre-tax. And, uh, you know, the money that I made in my 401k then transferred to an IRA, which I still currently have. And uh, each year I can see tremendous gains in income without uh, having to contribute much from my monthly paycheck at all. And, uh, you know, when working with the stock market, uh, mutual funds are usually the best way to go. From what I've seen, um, individual stocks can be a big risk, whereas mutual funds can be organized uh, in your portfolio to go as aggressive or as conservative as you like. They basically take several mutual, or I'm sorry, several stocks and put them together in one mutual fund. And uh, that way they can kind of balance out what your goal is and uh, what they can accomplish. So, you know, one of uh, our most recent paths, though, of investing now has been in real estate. And uh, with some, you know, mild searching, you can quickly find the benefits in investing in real estate. There's a lot out there. Most of the millionaires in fact, on the planet, have made their money in real estate. And uh, we have had some growing pains in, in that area, of course, uh, as many would, and trying something new. But uh, one of those times was our first leap into the real estate pool, and that was with a four-unit property in a city about an hour north of where we live. And, uh, you know, it started off okay, but eventually we were overwhelmed trying to be landlords and property managers all at the same time. You know, we'd get late calls that somebody's toilet wasn't working or that they could hear the neighbor's music blasting so loudly up above them. And whew, that got old quickly. So we ultimately sold the property for whatever we could get out of it. And, uh, 
you know, then we uh, gave it a little bit of a time. And then after that, we found the magic bullet when it came to real estate investing. And that was, of course, to find a great location. And we were able to purchase a cabin in the uh, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, Tennessee area. And we also then brought on a property management company to handle everything from changing the sheets to booking the cabin for nightly or weekly rentals. And uh, sure, you know, there were some struggles here or there every now and then. But overall, we made some good monthly income and ultimately sold the property for over double what it was purchased for. That was a great investment. <laughs> and that brings us to today where we are actually using those funds to get a larger and newer cabin, uh, brand new actually, that will uh, sit in a nicer area there close to all of the attractions of the region. So we're excited about that and just uh, have really been blessed and uh, what we've learned and uh, how we're growing and what we're looking forward to for the future. You know, because God can truly give us wisdom in the area of investing. A couple of scriptures that talk about investing can be found in Proverbs. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. And Proverbs 21.20 says, The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools gulp theirs down. And then if you move into uh, the New Testament, uh, Matthew 25 mentions the parable of a man who distributed money, or they called it talents uh, in that uh, scripture, to three different servants. And uh, one of them invested the five he was given and gained five more. And then another invested the two he was given and gained two more. But then the third person uh, actually had one talent given uh, to him, and he hid it in the ground. And he was concerned that the, uh, uh, the master there was uh, not going to be pleased if he lost it or whatever the case was. So he just hid it in the ground and then gave it right back to the master there at the end of the time allotted. And, uh, you know, the others who invested were given favor and were rewarded. But the one who didn't invest was told to give his talent to the one with 10 and then was thrown off the property into outer darkness, it said. We talk about that a lot in our uh, production we do here on the property in the fall. You know, and that tells me that God wants us to invest not only financially, but spiritually. And that's the most important thing. You know, we should look for opportunities to put time, effort, and love into others so that they might be saved. You know, we can gain wisdom from the Lord when it comes to investing our money, but our focus should never be on the money itself, right? It must be on the Lord. Then He will bless us. So will you look into investing this week? You know, maybe there is a great opportunity for you to prepare for your retirement right around the corner, and you might want to find some information about that, and the Lord can show you the best way to do so. But more importantly, I'd encourage you to look for ways to invest yourself spiritually. As they say, you know, the Lord's retirement plan is out of this world. <laughs> and knowing that, of course, is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can send me an email directly as well if you have any thoughts or questions or uh, just feedback. And that's to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M-E-A-C-H-A-M at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? 
Thanks again for joining us, and God bless. Life.